Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Eyes Are On You podcast. This is our last episode of 2019. Hey, it's already been a great two months, uh, so there you go. Uh, this is, of course, the Big Brother podcast, where we take a look at all the news from inside the house and give you some context to figure it all out. In this episode, we will be re-watching and discussing Season 16, Episodes 33 through 35. It is day 78 through 83 in the house. Holy moly, 83 days. And yeah. uh, if you have not watched the show up until this point, we will be spoiling it. Excellent. Let's do a quick recap before we start. So, Frankie won HOH and nominated Cody and Victoria. Now that we're down to only five house guests, everyone plays in the veto, and of course, Frankie wins that as well. Um, so he's decided to keep his nominations the same, of course. And the live eviction starts. Uh, Derek gets up to go to the DR and cast his vote, and... Wait, what? Hold on a second, Jackie. <laughs> uh, you remember that uh, BB Rewind button that we talked about last week? We saw it at the very end. Oh, uh, and oh, that yeah. was in the uh, the old have not room and uh, the house guests were teased with it and everything. Well, they all decided to come together and push the button. Push the button, Max. But it's and they say button, button. They button. don't they don't pronounce the T in button. <laughs> yeah, but uh, because of this, uh, this entire week basically never existed and got reset, which means they have to redo all the same competitions over again. And we saw them start the Seeds HOH competition all over again, uh, just like last week, uh, with Derek once again becoming the outgoing HOH. And the worst part of it all is Cody had to go back to into the dinosaur costume again. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that was so hilarious. No. But uh, Jackie, uh, kind of a boring week this week, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking if this was a rewind week and they had to do it over, does that mean that we could actually stop the recording right now and not actually have to record this one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been a great show. Kidding. Good night, everybody. No. <laughs> Good night, everyone. See you next week. All yeah, see you next you. week. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I wish they would have actually made them vote. During that eviction, I mean, I, we know probably how it would have gone, um, but it would have been great to see how Derek and Caleb actually voted. Uh, would you know? I mean, I, I think we we knew for sure that it was going to be Victoria, but um, yeah. but you know, how are you feeling about this week? Yeah, no, I just I I I felt it felt kind of boring because we knew that it was going to be a dud week, and so we knew that everything that was happening was basically for nothing. So it kind of um, it kind of did feel like a boring week because like, yeah, it didn't really matter, you know. And and that's the thing about, you know, how I thought that they should actually have them vote because, you know, Frankie played it safe like this week, you know, being HOH, yeah. he, he stuck to the group. He didn't, you know, turn on them. And and and, and if he had turned on them, then. And then there was a rewind next. The next following week would have been even like more intense. So uh, that's why I think they should have made them at least vote. Yeah, that's yeah, true. But uh, speaking of Frankie, shall we get into the main target this week? Let's do it. 
All right. So they uh, they tried during the double eviction to get rid of Frankie. As we all know, we discussed that last podcast, but he was able to win the veto and secure his safety. So basically the plan this week was for literally anyone but Frankie to win the HOH competition and Frankie won anyway. So it looked like uh, Victoria was about to be sent out the door, like we mentioned earlier. As far as the house is concerned, it was kind of a uh, it was kind of a uh, bad week in terms of, you know, Frankie went winning HOH because I was literally the only person that um, that couldn't win HOH uh, as far as the house is concerned. Right, anyway. because all of the other guys were planning to target Frankie and and, the, and after he becomes HOH, well, huh, that's out the door. Yeah, no, that's out the window immediately. But uh, and Frankie knows that he's won a lot of competitions, nine, in fact, and um, that is the most out of any of the remaining house guests. And Frankie mm. is smart enough to realize that this puts a huge target on his back. Wow, 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 wow. Nine competitions wins. Who is even close to me? Holy crap. I have nine comp wins. The person closest to me is Caleb with five. Derek and Cody both have three. And Victoria has one. I mean, I'm just the biggest target on the planet. I mean, I'm a neon, sparkly glitter target. <laughs> but I'm a fierce target. And if you're going to want to get me out of this house, you're going to have to beat me. And so far, it doesn't look like they're going to. Yikes. Three comps in a row. Three? Wow. Veto, HOH, veto. Yeah, that's that's significant. The fact that he's won every competition back to back like that. And quite honestly, though, I'm I'm actually genuinely surprised at how good um, Frankie is at competitions. I did not expect him to be as big of a beast as he is in competitions. So good on him, honestly. Ooh, yeah, I'm actually writing down a note to myself um, about uh, a question I'll ask you at the season finale, Ooh. because I'm wondering, you know, depending on how th how far things go, how the game would be. The outcome of the game would be different, but it, we'll save that obviously until everyone is caught up and we've watched the final. But, okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, he's he's Frankie. I mean, uh, he must pat himself on the back a lot in his life. <laughs> I mean, he sure when does you're, do uh, that in his house. Yeah, I mean, when you're working um, in the industry that he's in, yeah, I would I would venture to say that that's probably an accurate statement yeah, for fair sure. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, um, honestly though the fact that he has the most competitions wins i mean you know good yep. on him you know so yep uh but uh but that was definitely a surprise for me going into this season for sure but um despite the button being pushed uh we also saw derek uh rallying the troops so to speak uh and uh and and by rallying the troops basically cody and caleb um the soldiers and, then yeah yeah exactly because <laughs> you troops would mean yeah right yeah absolutely we're down to just these two now yeah exactly but uh but derek is saying that they need to keep focus and make sure that frankie remains the target despite whatever happens with the button and they all agree <laughs> because uh you know, this is because of the uncertainty of the button, they have to have some sort of unity and certainty around something. 
And so mm. I guess that's kind of Derek's way of reassuring everybody, I guess. And on that note, uh, Derek, uh, oh, what were we going to say? Sorry. I said fair enough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and we also saw that Derek tried to use his uh, what I like to call master manipulation tactics on Frankie. Uh, we saw uh, Derek talking to Frankie um, in the HOH room uh, and, uh, you know, trying to basically sort of talk to him and get him uh, to sort of you know go on Derek's side so to speak but unfortunately unlike Donnie and unlike uh Nicole well I guess unlike any other house guests really that he's working with especially Victoria but uh unlike the other house guests that Derek has done this with to very successful degree Frankie catches on real fast and he Mm. he knows what Derek's trying to do here and and that's ultimately why everyone wants Frankie gone I think in my mind certainly yeah yeah no very uh, frankie is very smart he's also able to read people yeah exactly and so yeah so those same manipulation tactics that derek was was using before not necessarily going to work with frankie and uh and cody of course uh is now regretting his decision not to get frankie out when he could have uh instead of sending nicole out which again, mm. like we uh, like we've mentioned before, is um, is all because of Derek in the background there. Uh, but Cody is very much regretting that when Frankie basically takes control of the entire uh, week. Yeah, well, with good reason, because Frankie is on to him. Uh, thank you, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Caleb can't keep his mouth shut, as we know. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, Fran- Frankie is totally ready to let go of Cody first. Uh, and he knows that Cody has him set as a target, too. So, you know, da- Frankie did say in the DR, if Victoria wins the veto, I'd be totally OK sending Co- Cody to jury. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and also Caleb is scared of Frankie, which is surprising. And we're seeing this more and more. Uh, we've even seen him say that to Cody and Derek, that he's actually afraid to put Frankie up. So as much as we pr- praise Derek for this game, being able to think a few steps ahead, you've got to say the same for Frankie as well. That's yeah, that's very true. I mean, we, we talked about it a few podcast episodes ago uh, where Frankie has always was kind of viewed as the puppet master by hayden uh and we uh, and we called that early on before hayden even mentioned it in the di- in his one of his diary room sessions and we saw frankie time and time again manipulating zach to do what he wanted him to do so very much like yeah derek is good at manipulation but yeah very frankie is very much so as well that is 100 well, percent and, and uh, now that we're praising Frankie, you know, one, one last scene about Frankie that, like, I actually want to ask you about what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see him actually, after he wins the veto, deliberate on whether or not he should take Victoria off the block and put up Derek or Caleb. Derek would have been a smart move. Yeah. So, Willie, why do you think that he decided to do that, to stick with his nominations when he had that chance to make that big move, the first big power move in this final group? Um, yeah. Why not take out Derek or Caleb? Was it that he was too scared or was he thinking about the twist? Um, you know, would, would it, was it that because he knew that with the button <laughs> that there was a major twist coming in the you know in the game that would affect everyone's game and maybe it wasn't safe for him to be the first one to turn what what, what are your thoughts 
Yeah, no, I I definitely agree that he was probably considering that uh, that button in mind when he when he was making that decision for sure, because. So you think that other without the button that he would have maybe turned on Derek? Yeah, but and but that's the other thing is like, yes, I agree. The button was in was in his mind, but I also don't know if that would have made a difference <laughs> because we've seen um, we, we've talked uh, before early on in the game when Frankie was always putting up Jocasta because he knew that Jocasta was never going to be a threat to his game. And I, I don't know. I mean, he, he's kind of doing the same thing mm-hmm. with Victoria in this case. Absolutely, yeah, and maybe also now that he's so kind of full of himself because he's won all these competitions, maybe he's thinking, I don't have to be the first one to turn because I can always win the veto. Yeah, maybe, yeah, and and that's uh, and that's kind of interesting too because um, because we saw that with uh, Dan Giesling was saying, you know, why haven't these people turned on each other? Yeah, and and I don't know, like that's. That is kind of one of those things. I was genuinely kind of surprised that Frankie didn't even consider putting Derek on the block, honestly, because that that was definitely like because everybody has talked about it. Like Derek has not been on the block once. Like we've we've heard them mention it on, on, on a bunch of different occasions that that Derek has never seen the block. And yet he still didn't make that move when he could have. And mm-hmm. so I. I am genuinely a little confused as to why, like I'm confused why he didn't do it, but I'm also not surprised at the same time, just because we know his, his nomination history when it comes to this game. That's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but I do think that the button kind of made a, a difference in terms of, I mean, it certainly, uh, I think, I don't know if it necessarily made a difference in his nominations. I think it definitely made a difference in terms of how he approached the week per se, like how he, how his conversations went with people, that type of thing. Um, Mm. but I don't know if it would have necessarily changed his nominations. Gotcha. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to say for sure because we're not in his mind, but I agree. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. But uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, check in on how the jury is doing, Jackie. So um, what I thought was interesting was the fact that we didn't see uh, Donnie like join the jury. They always kind of do this like thing where um, where the person who just get evicted um, kind of gets introduced to the jury house. (laughs) Yeah. Gets uh, dropped off in the limo. Makes the walk of shame into the house. (laughs) Yeah, and I thought that that was weird that they didn't have one for Donnie. Maybe maybe they lost the tape or something. I don't know, but um, but that was interesting. Like I, I noticed that. I'm like, wait a minute, Donnie didn't didn't do a well. Yeah, I, I guess there wasn't a, a a good point of time to put Donnie in. I, I mean, I guess last weekend was wasn't last week the double eviction, so yeah, there was so much content in that that um. You know, they always do the let's check in with the jury on a live eviction night show with Julie. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't do it on the Sunday or the, the veto day, as we call it. You know, they do it. They always air it then. So they did, they probably just didn't really have time to fit that in, uh, Donnie coming in, you know. So, yeah. But yeah, that, that is true. That's not fair to Donnie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, but one thing we did get to see, though, uh, we did get to see uh, 
them celebrate Zack Attack's birthday and they got him a present and it was a new pink hat for him to wear. <laughs> and uh, Victoria probably feels so stupid right now for uh, <laughs> for cutting her uh, hat up. Although fun fact, um, I thought I think I saw um, I saw like an article when I was doing some research for a separate thing that apparently they sold that uh, cut up hat online or something. Apparently oh, that's. Bet. Apparently that's what uh, the rumor is, but I don't know. I don't know for certain on that. See, I got to go off topic sort of. Well, it's not off topic, but it's related. I got to t say this and admit to it. Um, I know our listeners are going to be scratching their heads, <laughs> but I actually back in the day bought Howie Gordon's hat, you know, from hmm. season six and season seven. Oh, okay. He wore this hat uh like he tilted off to the side you know sideways and it was like this tan hat and i had him uh write like my name and and he said you know write oh boy jackie and i had that hat until i made my first cross-country move and i don't know where it is now but oh, no. but the funny thing is, is i ran into someone in an ch online chat room who really claimed to be Gordon, Harry Gordon. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's you or not, but, you know, I mentioned the hat and he said, oh, it was the, which one was it? Was the one with the snaps or the one with the, you know, and then, and then he commented on what he wrote on it. So I was talking to Howie. Um, by the way, Howie, if you're listening, get, come on our show. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That'd be so funny to have him yeah. on. But that's uh, funny. But yeah, a lot of house guests, you know, back even I think before season six, but I know it really started around season six, like the entire cast were selling their bags, their keys, um, you know, their their house key and, uh, you know, shirts or just anything that they were wearing <laughs> to make yeah. money. Oh, and yeah, no, I can move. imagine. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine that would make thousands of dollars for sure. Uh, well, I mean, I think I got the hat for like 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Still maybe might, that maybe that was an outlier. Maybe that I was an outlier. But yeah, no, yeah. I mean, because usually a hat's like what, like five, six dollars, not twenty bucks. <laughs> oh, it was a nice, it was a decent hat, except that it had been worn down from two seasons in the house. But yeah, oh well, anyway, yeah. There's a fun fact for our listeners. Yeah, there you go. Have uh, you bought anyone anything? Any you, you, the listener, have you bought anything from the house? And if you have, let us know at feedback at all eyes are you show dot no. <laughs> close <laughs> feedback at all eyes are on you dot show. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Great. But uh, but yeah, no. Uh, email us and let us know if you've bought any um, previous. Um, and no, buying the buying the thing off of CBS's website does not right. count. Yeah, <laughs> that not does not count. Robe, but, but yeah, if you bought any memorabilia from a, a former house guest, let yeah, us know. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember uh, seeing uh, in season nineteen uh, when uh, Jess and Cody got there. Uh, stuff back i think they said they were going to uh auction them off for charity i think some of their stuff so so yeah that's yeah. pretty that's pretty cool of them uh yeah. but yeah so well, uh getting back to uh season 16 here so uh everybody is both happy to see nicole walk through for the second time but also sad because she didn't really get that far um in her second try Compare that, though, <laughs> to when Christine uh, joins the jury 
and oh my the pile on of christine just kept on happening yeah, oh, what a disaster Poor christine too and i mean in, in that moment they didn't they didn't even know like the kinds of booze she got and even yeah. when she told them like they still had no idea like really how bad it was you know so yeah. i mean i'm I mean, you can tell I feel for. (laughs) Yeah, no, you could tell it was bad because Donnie at one point joked and said something that was just really just just wow. Do you have that? Yeah, let's let's play that. Let's play it like because what he said was just absolutely unreal. He deserves to say it. You have a thing for dinosaurs now. (laughs) No. (laughs) Do you have an attorney? Donnie, oh my god. You know it's bad when Donnie is saying stuff like that. Like, you know it's bad. Like, oh man. Christine. Well, he, makes a, he makes a valid point. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, yeah, and uh, and just for context, because uh, they were watching the um, they were watching Christine and how, uh, Christine's run and how she basically her demise came to be. And, yeah, watching um, the tapes. Yeah, the and we and, and Cody had the dinosaur costume on at that point, so so that's where yeah. that comment came from. From Hayden, right? Yeah, right. yeah, because oh my, like that just. And you can hear, by the way, in that clip, if you if you got eagle ears there, you can you can listen. Uh, you can listen into the audience just going, oh, in the background, <laughs> yeah. like it, it was, it was <laughs> you know, you know, it, it's become popular or it's been popular for like at least the last three years or so that um, someone plays an air horn sound and like that definitely deserved an air horn. horn up. Yeah, here, hold on. <laughs> oh. There we go. There we go. Yeah, not exactly, but you know. But that's that's good. Um, you know, and also Donnie did this impersonation of Christine, uh, <laughs> laughing by oh, kind of like, yeah. whoa, 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 you know, doing that sort of thing, and and then she walks in the door. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> right. why. I don't know why. Um, everybody's always making fun of like. I don't know. I, I guess I guess I could understand it, but also I'm just like, really? Come on. But all right, fine. <laughs> well, I mean, I have a feeling they knew the next person was coming in and they were like, OK, the house guests, we need you to go gather on the back deck and look like you're, you know, playing cards or doing whatever and hanging out together because the next house guest will be here in a few moments and we need to get footage of your reaction. So they were probably discussing it. And, you know, and then, of course, they're all hoping it's Christine because they're all angry with her. And then because <laughs> I, I believe it was real. I don't believe that that was staged. I, I believe that she they, that because Donnie it seems really embarrassed so yeah. you know i know we wrap up the show each week with zings but I, I i think that and it's better to talk about this here because we're going on about christine's reaction but yeah. um i i don't know if the i don't know if the zing would go to donnie or christine because no one got up to hug her or greet her they just yeah. were laughing at what donnie had just done Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I mean, no that that no, entire get up and get out of your chair and give her a hug. <laughs> yeah, no that that situation definitely deserves a zing for sure. Zing. 
Oh my <laughs> god, that's just unbearable. But side note, uh, side note about Christine though. While we're uh, while we're talking about it, I mm-hmm. um I found it interesting because, like we mentioned last podcast, this this was kind of one of the first and maybe perhaps only times that we've actually seen the crowd boo a person from the mm-hmm. U.S. show who uh, walked out of the uh, of the house. Yeah. And um and I found it interesting that on the show they actually decided to um address the fact that the crowd booed Christine on her way out the door. Um because because you well, you you've mentioned before how they like to keep a the the ship tight uh around there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, with the who's in the audience and how they react. Like it's either if you it's kind of like the saying if you don't have anything good to say don't say anything at all and that's kind of how they treat the audience. Like if you don't have a good reaction then all you, you then we just we just need you to applaud. Yeah. You know? Um cheering is okay, but anything else negative is not allowed. Right. Yeah. And and they actually took some uh, time to talk about it. They had Derek talking about it in the diary room and then they had like all the ha- all the remaining house guests kind of g- went around the couch and sort of talked about it. And, uh, you know, well, and- it was the elephant in the room. <laughs> it's yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I so but it I was, had to be talked about. You know, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I guess at that point. Yeah. But uh, and I and I also fi- found it interesting that uh, that that Cody was still sticking up for her, which in a lot of ways, I got to give him props for doing so. You know what I mean? Because she's just getting piled on at this point. And Cody's oh, kind well, of and I feel like Cody's it, kind of the only person who's really sticking up for her right now. Well, I agree. I mean, he did say that it was a complete it was complete disrespect to Christine, um, particularly since they uh, since talking uh, since the talk that goes on inside the house goes out to the public. So he's you know, he's talking about how Frankie, you know, how they all responded right after their hearing the booing and i think frankie said something like oh well i guess we know we picked the right girl meaning that they picked victoria to stay uh but you know um but honestly i you know he does need to do a little damage control and he's locked inside that house and he doesn't know what's going on out there and he has to only assume that something that the zing bot said to him might have something to do with it so you know, yeah. Cody really does need to look like a good guy, but he does. He does. I mean, if he had if he had laughed or said something negative, then he would have been viewed poorly, I think, by the public. Yeah. Um, but what I think was uh, interesting about the about the jury discussions is aside from Jocasta, which we didn't see comment at all. Um, they all sort of said that they know that Derek is playing the best game and they but they also seem to think Frankie is too. So they they're narrowing it down now, you yeah. know, to who they think should win. Yeah, they really are. And it's really going to be a race, um, I think, uh, to like Derek or Frankie, whichever one can make it to final two. Mm. And um, and if one of those two gets uh, gets evicted, then, you know, I, I think it's going to be a. Uh, sort of a unless we have a bitter jury it's going to be a slam dunk for either one of them i think so but yeah. uh the other thing that we saw this week is on the uh the first episode this week so we call the sunday episode if you will because that's when it typically airs um on cbs but uh we also saw that uh at this point in the episode and this is 2014 keep in mind but uh jeff and jordan got engaged at this point 
boring. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. We we are very happy for Jeff and Jordan because right they are very happily married right now when we're recording this in 2019, 2020. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're and we're happy for them and everything. However, the reason I, I this was just they spent so much time on this segment and it had nothing to do with the game. It's like in a way I can sort of understand, but in other ways, I'm just like, God dang, like you're spending so much time on this on this segment. Yeah. But uh, well, is that a, is that a fair assessment, Jackie? I think so, but Jeff and Jordan are the most well-liked couple to come out of the show ever. Um, You know, I think as the years has passed, people respect, definitely respect um, Rachel and Brendan uh, as as well. And they're getting, you know, becoming very, very well-liked. I I should uh, also point out, by the way, too, that in uh, Big Brother season 20, we also saw um, they dedicated an entire segment of that uh, show as well. Uh, uh, on a particular episode for Nicole and uh, Victor when they got engaged. So that's I mean, true. so this oh, that's is, right. so there's definitely some, um, I guess, I mean, cause this was the first time we saw this, this was, um, and, this uh, happened a couple years later after that point. And, uh, but also at this time, Jeff was doing all of those pre-show interviews, which I think he still does. He, yeah, he still does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff, but yeah, he does all of this pre-show interviews. Um, he was doing the backdoor interviews for C for CBS. Um, while there's, several other um uh, podcast groups and news outlets that that interview back in the backyard interviews as well yeah um but but, but they but, but jeff works for the show basically and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. so i mean i guess it kind of makes sense that they would give him that time but yeah and and same yeah, for Ni- and same for um, nicole and victor just because nicole is such a you know bi- like not really a big figure but it's like she's been around enough that it's like you know it's it's important for that well, type everyone of thing likes her i don't know but i think it has more to do that everyone likes her <laughs> yeah that's true yeah so but, but you anyway. know what i don't think we should waste any more time on this either yeah i agree so uh let's time let's check in with team america And uh, let's not forget that we are um, we are down to just two members of Team America now, because as we know, uh, Donnie got evicted. Uh, So we are down to just Derek and Frankie that are left. And thankfully, this week, uh, the Team America mission didn't actually affect the game that much. And which which is kind of interesting, the fact that they decided to do this mission anyway, because the point of it was to make them tired um, for the competitions. And there was no competition that happened after this mission, seemingly. Maybe they maybe they recorded this before the veto. I don't know. But like, Uh but there was no like there was no competition after this mission um, was was segment was in so i don't i don't know about that um i would have to we would have to kind of low go back and look at the timeline on notes that people take you know for the live feeds but you know sometimes we kind of see these a little bit out of place yeah but i also think that it was just the mission to keep them up all night yeah that could and and yeah that is very much a possibility like they could they could be recording those out of or or releasing the them in the episode out of order so yeah we don't know but but based on how the episode um put it like the order that they put it in the episode it made no sense to me i got you that makes sense 
that's a good that's a valid point you know um because i that does kind of drive me crazy and i know other people as they're watching live feeds that when things do go out of order and again i don't know if this is out of order because i'm not watching the live feeds along with it right now but you yeah. know so just to explain it uh this week the mission was to convince the house guests that there's a rodent in the house and make them stay up all night to catch it um Derek was really smart. He, he said, you know, let's wait until 1 a.m. to discover the alleged rod rodent since the entire house normally stays up really late and goes to bed about 1 a.m. And when he said that, I totally remembered like how, you know, I think I was might have been on the East Coast at that time. So it was like the feeds didn't stop until 4 a.m. or <laughs> something. Oh, ridiculous. my God. Yeah. Imagine if you're on and, the East Coast like I am and it's that's yeah. starting at like four in the morning. Oh, my and God. And then the house guests just sleep all day long, might, might I add. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're, I mean, you're in you're at work then. So there's not you don't have time to watch it anyway. Well, that's true. But I don't have time to watch it all night either. That's true. Um, yeah. But it was a smart move. And, and apparently it only took until 6 15 a.m. Um, but then I kind of like thought back and I realized that's probably when the sun, the official sunrise is. is you said they probably told them you have to keep them up till sunrise and, yeah. you know, so, so only after only five hours of screaming and standing on chairs, they successfully completed the mission. And, you know, I don't, I can't help but think that if someone else was still in the house, they might have lost. But this group in particular, Victoria, Caleb and Cody are very easily excitable bunch. Yeah. Like, they, like. And all it took was Frankie screaming and they're all excited. They're all on adrenaline and they've yeah. lost their minds because they've been in the house. What would you say this? 78 days? Yeah, or 80. Uh, let me uh, go up and check. <laughs> no, day 78 through 83. <laughs> so they've been in there for yeah. over 80 days at this point. <laughs> so they've already lost their minds as it is. And right. now they before they even coming in on the show. And now, of course, they've really lost it. So, yeah. Yeah. I got to admit, though, it was pretty funny. So I got to give them that. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't funny to me because I, again, I've mentioned this before. The reason I didn't like Frankie is because he was too loud on the live feeds. And I remember this and the screaming. I just, you know, I, I just couldn't deal with it. You know, I couldn't, like, yeah. you know constantly adjusting your monitor to in any I will but. I will give a small a little antidote though and this is kind of off topic but I had a I had a similar incident happen. I'm just I was literally sitting at my computer desk just minding my own business. <gasps> and I definitely like I I had one of those situations where you just you kind of look down um when because you're just you're just kind of looking around type of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, and yes. I definitely looked down and I and I locked eyes on a mouse that was on that was on the floor. And I'm like, oh, oh God, <laughs> um, I'm glad that we don't record together in studio. I'm just saying. yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, no, that was over a year ago at this point now. But but still, <sighs> I mean, that that definitely happened to me. And needless to say, I bought like f seven or eight mouse traps um, the next day. So I don't know. If, yeah. See, I don't. I actually, I'm more more afraid of mouse traps 
than the mice themselves because i feel like the mice are gonna get old and die or go run away or something but oh yeah like, no it, uh, i'm, once I'm we... so afraid of seeing a rat caught on one of those traps like that i, I don't why are we talking about this <laughs> no but uh, I mean, yeah no i and i i but yeah that was one thing that definitely happened once i locked eyes with the with the mouses <sighs> on the ground it scurried off <laughs> it was really scared at that point so wow. yeah but uh and it and it definitely uh got out from under my um in my office and then i never saw it again so i don't know where it went from there but <laughs> yeah um well one other thing I, w- I wanted to quickly talk about was julie's interview with dan giesling uh and that it's because dan actually brought up a few interesting points and you sort of mentioned this already um that he says it's amazing that these four guys cody caleb and derek and frankie have not turned on each other yet but he also predicts that the big brother rewind twist is very likely to be bad for frankie and that frankie might be thrown off his game in the next hoh comp and that he is the next target so he makes a great point that Derek will have a very, sh- you know, and also he makes a very good point about Derek in his in, in the final, and that Derek um, is going to have a very short time to go from being someone that everyone loves, being this really great guy, to convincing everyone that he's this master manipulator and to explain all of those details behind everything that he has done because they just again they just think that he's a really good guy, but. I don't know, honestly, now that we've had this discussion about what the jury is thinking, maybe they're already on to it and it's it won't be that hard. Yeah, no, but it's a it's a valid point coming from Dan, honestly. I mean, it's it's a valid point to consider because that you only get a a limited amount of time to uh, make your case to the jury uh, come finale night. So mm-hmm. that that's a very good uh, that's a very good point to keep in mind for sure. And yeah, yeah. that's going to be that that's going to be still a challenge for Derek. But yeah, like you said, I think they're already the the, the jury's already on to it. So mm-hmm. so that works in Derek's favor for sure. Yeah, yeah. But so, but Dan uh, definitely knows the game and knows knows that, that that's exactly the way you have to think because yeah. what we see on TV is one thing, but the time and actually what the timeline of how these scenes play out in reality is compared to what we see on TV. Like for us, it's easy to think, Oh, I could just go in there and convince them in my final speech. But yeah, no, I mean, it's the time is so short. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I know we, uh, I know we had a zing earlier, but, uh, let's go ahead oh, and let's, uh, let's get in. Yeah, let's get <laughs> yeah, Let's give out some more in our zing of the week. Zing! So, uh, we kind of alluded to it earlier uh, about uh, about Caleb here. So Caleb, in his infinite wisdom, not only decides to tell Frankie that he was almost considered in a backdoor plan. Caleb is talking with Cody in the living room, and he also decides to tell Cody that he was also a possibility in getting sent home. What the hell are you doing, Caleb? What are you doing? Like, honestly, I'm I'm amazed that he's survived in the house as long as he has, because he has made so many blunders like that. How is he still in this house? I don't understand. It's so funny. It's like what I was saying earlier about Caleb seems to actually be scared of these guys. You know, like, I think I think the longer that Caleb's in the house, 
the closer he feels to these people as friends and you know family if you you know they're they're bonding and he's really afraid to disappoint the people that he cares about i think probably i mean which says a lot about him it means that he's a really great guy you know and probably in his real life and um but yeah i think he you know, you know how it is when you you just don't want to disappoint someone yeah so bad you're almost willing to do you know things you don't want to do or you yeah know, I, I think that's i think that's what's wrong with caleb and also i mean he, he has said that again he wants to tell people the things first so they don't hear it from someone else but uh, you can you can always do you know damage control after the fact caleb <laughs> yeah like <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no and we've seen derek time and time again have to do damage control but he does it real well and that's yeah. the and that's the difference. And that's true. But it, but this is the second podcast in a row now where I've had to where I've had to give Censure Caleb a zing <laughs> because he can't keep his mouth shut. So Caleb, shut your mouth and take the zing. Zing. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to the next one. That was very aggressive, by the way. Um, that's okay. <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, Victoria. So Victoria becomes the last girl standing. As soon as Christine it walks out the door, Victoria is the yeah, last you know, by girl the way, can in I just, the house. Yeah. And by the way, I didn't know that that was actually like a, an award to be the <laughs> last woman or girl, yeah. whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, she kind of. Uh, <laughs> so she, she's competing for. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But it, but it also it's like Victor, imagine Victoria of all people being the last woman in the Big Brother house. Victoria. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. but uh but Makes there was sense a, to me. Uh, yeah. But there is a segment where Victoria is showing off her accomplishments that she's done in the house. Um and uh yeah, that was interesting. Uh, Jackie, she really seems to think that she did a good job. Uh, let, let's let's hear from her uh, about uh, how she thinks she's done in this game. If Victoria gets to the final two, I'm voting for her. Could you imagine what her no, speech I'm not, I'm would be? I'm not even thinking of that. I know. It takes a lot of brand composure to make it to the top five in Big Brother and be the last girl standing. I played an amazing social game. Victoria. <laughs> You just want to be left alone for a little bit? This ground is so (laughs) disgusting. Yeah, and you're laying on it right now in your own free will. I don't want to throw up. And I'd like to think of myself as the competition princess. Oh, brilliant boy. brilliant stuff victoria <laughs> sound effect at the end of that one yeah. Oh. yeah um you know another thing about victoria is uh, again we see derek thinking about jury management in advance and mm-hmm. so he puts this idea up to victoria that she should try to convince everyone in the house that she actually is most betrayed by derek and can never forgive him and again this this comes at the end of the week when there is the big but the a big brother rewind button thing coming up but so they don't know for sure but they they're pretty sure that victoria is leaving and so you know derek is basically saying 
but can you you could do this for me and jury you can you can make you can make frankie think that you're going to vote against me and he'll keep me longer and anyways it was brilliant frankie seemed to buy it completely she did a great job <laughs> and it's and it's obvious that frankie doesn't see someone like victoria is being able to you know work with that sort of level uh, uh, sophistication, uh, uh, manipulation, sophistication. Uh, that was a weird thing. I don't know why I wrote that in the notes. But yeah, um, I do actually think we should give uh, Frankie a zing for buying it. Yeah. So Frankie, here you go. Zing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. This is uh, this is actually interesting coming from Derek because I and I think um, and I think Derek did this because I think he thought that people were on to. Onto him working with Victoria, I guess, yeah, and that so they were close friends. Yeah, and, he and was so people thought, yeah, mm -hmm. and so people thought that if Victoria has a, if Derek has a guaranteed jury vote from Victoria, that that would, you know, kind of be an in, an incentive to, you know, get Derek out. And so right. that's kind of one of the things that he's doing to kind of take the pressure off of off of him. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like. You know, Derek and Derek can play dumb, quote unquote, and just be like, I'm sorry, I did my best, Victoria. I couldn't do anything type of a thing. And yeah. uh, and so that's kind of and it's kind of twofold because in Victoria's mind, it's like she only wants to see Derek win um, the money. So if, if there's anything that Victoria can do to help Derek to help Derek's game, because because she assumes at this point that her game's out um, in the trash can at this point. So she might as well um, try to help uh, her ally in the house. Yeah. And she says he, of anyone, if she doesn't win, she wants Derek to win. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's you know kind what? of getting it off. So, yeah. Yeah. And Willie, since you have that zing button, is that, I'm going to call it that now, too. Yeah. Uh, since you have that handy, let's give one more to Victoria, because she basically called herself a superhero. Derek and I have strategized our way through this house. You don't say anything I know. else. I got you. You just look pretty today. Okay. That's it. You have work to I do. I got it. I got it. I really want to win HR. Yeah, we'll win. Abby, I'd appreciate that. As your friend and as your alliance member, I'm trying to help you out. No, take him. I'm, I'm very thankful. I'm going to reward his loyalty by taking him to the final two. It's that simple. Yeah. Every superhero needs a sidekick. Luckily, I've had Derek. Oh, you're like the little sister I always wanted. Derek, you're the Robin to my Batman. Can't get rid of me now. Too oh. late. <laughs> Um, you know, when I was hearing her say that, I I thought when she said every superhero needs a sidekick, um, I thought, oh, okay, so you're Robin and he's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but no, she's Batman and he's Robin. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty then. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> I also uh, side note want to throw in a zing because the minute Victoria went into the diary room after uh, after Christine got evicted in the double eviction, Victoria goes into the diary room. It's like everybody's talking, talking, talking. Victoria goes into the diary room immediately. Once she goes into the diary room, the boys immediately start celebrating that the fact that they've made it to top four because <laughs> they know that. Practically, Victoria doesn't stand a chance at surviving in 
the house much longer. So I I just thought that was just a funny side zing to give her. So there we go. (laughs) So this next one is another Caleb one. And uh, (laughs) that gummit. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there was some speculation this week. The house guests had a lot of theories as to what that um, that button would do in the game. And one of the most outlandish theories that I uh, heard this week came from Caleb. Hmm. He thought that by pushing this button, there was going to be a luxury competition where the house guests would be choosing a celebrity of their choosing to compete in a luxury competition. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) What? What what was that? I don't know. I don't know. Like what? What was? Uh, like you really think Big Brother has that kind of cash, huh? All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but he had other ideas. Yeah, he had. Uh, he had other. I. He had other ideas as well, um, including one that he uh, mentioned to Julie. Uh, let, let's listen to this. Caleb, you all united and pushed the mysterious button mm-hmm. that was in the former have-not room. Let me ask you, what do you hope it means? I ain't even gonna lie to you, Julie. I hope a big old daggum diesel truck just drives through the front door with a whole bed full of money and I get to share it with everybody. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, but but we gotta be fair here because uh, Cody also thought that they they would once they push the button that they would be locked in forever for into in together forever, and other ideas included um, you know that Christine would be coming back, which actually is irrational, and finally that uh, they may have to eat each other. What? <laughs> like I don't. Are they out of their minds? Oh wait, yeah, they are because they've been in the house for eighty days. So yeah, uh, yeah for the, all those outlandish theories, that does that deserves a zing. Zing. <laughs> all right, so let let's do some rapid fire here at the end. We've got two uh quick ones to to rattle out here at the very end. There was one point uh, <laughs> where they're talking strategy and Caleb just walks into the uh, storage room and he's like, I can't find my pants. <laughs> like what? How do you lose your pants? I think he was just trying to <laughs> Sorry, I talked over the zing. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I, I feel like he was just doing that to like, um, because Frankie had just won HOH and they were in there strategizing. So he was, he was trying to appeal to Frankie's um, senses. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the final, uh, the final uh, zing here, uh, when, uh, when Jeff and Jordan first walk into the house, uh, Jeff makes a comment. He's like, man, this house stinks. (laughs) How embarrassing is that? (laughs) That, Yep. Yep. That is pretty embarrassing. (laughs) All right, everybody, it is it, it is that time we have reached the end. Uh, Jackie, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Jackie Hearn 81 uh, and Jackie Hearn 81. Uh, I think I said that right. I, I don't know now. We've done so many of these now. I'm getting so confused. I don't know who I am. <laughs> 
but Willie, you do know who you are, and I bet you can tell you know where to tell people to find us. I mean, I mean, there are some days that are just I can't tell my right hand from my left hand, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but in most cases, you can. Uh, you, I am. I've got my head on straight, and you and you can follow me <laughs> on twitch.tv slash wscott is one that has nothing to do with that. But anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash wscott is one, where I do better uh, Wednesday and Diamond Club game night every Wednesday night and Friday night. Uh, so uh, that is at 11.30 p.m. Eastern for Battle Royale Wednesday, and Diamond Club game night is on Friday. And I should mention, too, that our little uh, Diamond Club community is going to be getting together for the streamathon. Uh, so we're going to be doing 27 hours of continuous streaming, raising money for Extra Life, which uh, is benefiting uh, the children's uh, network of hospitals. So it's a great cause, um, and that's going to be on the on December 31st, all day long over at twitch.tv slash DC streamathon. So head on out there if you can, uh, if you can, if you can, cause it's going to be a fun time. Uh, but you can also uh, follow us on Twitter. We are at all eyes are on you. Uh, you can send us an email if you want to give us some feedback. Uh, that is again at feedback at all eyes are on you dot show. If you want to send us an email. You can also uh, leave us a voicemail. We are at 978-ALL-EYES. That's the phone number to call. That is, of course, 978-255-3937. You can also visit our website and see all of our uh, previous episodes and a lot more over at alleyesareonyou.show. And you can also click the subscribe button and uh, pick your favorite podcatcher of choice to subscribe to us. Whatever floats your boat. That's what we like to say. <laughs> Music has been provided by Kevin McLeod. You can view his work at incompetech.com. I always love that playing, hearing that theme song every time I edit. It's so fun. We'll be back next week when we basically have the same show all over again. However, it appears right. that we will be, uh, we will have two weeks of big brother crammed into one because of this new twist. So that should be interesting. That'll help move things along. Will Frankie uh, finally fixes roots. I know you definitely put that in there. Yep. <laughs> will we truly see a replay of last week happen all over again? Or will someone else win this HOH competition and flip the game upside down? Well, we will have to find that out next week, but until then we'll see you in 2020 and remember house guests, all eyes are on you. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>